Welcome to Follow Me Friday with Stone and Priya. Your containers. <laughs> I love it. I love containers, and I love that it's fall. Yes, we both got some fall decorations. Because tomorrow is Halloween. Can't even believe that it's October and it's almost November. I know it's insane. Like, now I do not have my sticker on. Even though okay. I it on Monday, I don't have my sticker on because I'm in an office today. I know. Well. So I want to talk about this because Maybe. you've been You're like, home on, with your pumpkins. I know, I know, but you've been on fire. Like you've you're 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 facing COVID. We're both facing COVID. Everybody's facing COVID, but you're out there and you're working and, but you're doing everything that you need to, to stay safe. So why don't you tell everybody a little bit about that? Yeah. So I am, I come to a client office once or twice a week and do video. And I'm just here because you have to sometimes with what we do, you have to be in front of people. Mm -hmm. Can't just phone it in. You can't do this all remotely. When I'm here, I get to be in on what's going on. I get to ask questions. I get to see what's going on and process it in my little phone. <laughs> so I'm here today in the newly renovated offices. It's been renovated since before COVID, yeah. but it's really come together and different things here, like a beautiful planter, some beautiful lighting. I could kind of show you guys a little bit around. You can see the background. Where that's yeah. New York City people. This is 45th Street and 5th Avenue is over here. So you really can't see too, too much, but you can kind of see it. Maybe I'll try and like angle it after we have our talk, but I have a lovely little plant here. I know. I don't have my sticker. I don't have my pumpkin. No, it's okay. I'm you got the flowers and you're on the moon. black. <laughs> we're both wearing we're black wearing for Halloween black. <laughs> and because we're New Yorkers. The ridership on the New York City subways, I saw that there was a stat that came out that it's down by 70%. How is it like, have you ridden the trains? Have you ridden the buses? A couple of times a week, I do ride. I always ride off hours. Um, I never go during rush hour. And I have to be honest with you, I have felt very comfortable. I have felt very safe. I haven't felt like anyone's invaded space. I felt like everyone was very um, conscientious of one another. People stand back, let you on and off. You space out on the subway. I don't sit. I stand. Um, I sometimes hold the pole, but I immediately use hand sanitizer after. Yeah. Uh, I don't necessarily think gloves help because I feel like sometimes when I see people with gloves, they think they're more protected than they are. And maybe they don't wash as much or maybe they don't use the hand sanitizer because they think they don't have to because they have a glove on. Mm -hmm. But I like, I immediately don't touch anything. Hand sanitizer, it gets attached to my bag on the outside. And I don't even touch my phone unless I've hand sanitized. So the thing with the gloves is like, I know when I'm wearing gloves, I have to scour my phone afterwards because I'm still on there. Like I have to call the kids or I have to look something up. You know, it's just, you're still using stuff when you have your gloves. Absolutely. That's why I kind of think hand sanitizer without the gloves may be easier. I also carry bleach wipes and I wipe my phone down mm -hmm. all the time. 
Yeah. You gotta be so careful. And I'm so but glad I, that you I are. I will tell you, I have not felt, I never thought I'd ride the subway in, during this time period, but I, again, have not felt uncomfortable. The definite uh, less trains I'm seeing. So maybe because they're cleaning them, there aren't as many. You have, you have to, to wait, wait longer. longer. Wow. Yeah. I, you walk, know, I walk as much as possible though. If I can go somewhere 20 blocks, I will walk. Well, you know, it's funny because, you know, New York City before pre-COVID, people would crowd the doors and like coming in and out is like a oh, mission, especially during rush hour. You're lucky you have a little inlet. So. I know, but now it's ironic. People make way the way it's supposed to be, but it's only because of COVID that they're doing that. Courtesiness, courtesy, courteousness, courtesy. Courteousness. <laughs> yeah, so, so you haven't been going anywhere. Have you gotten on the subway? No, I haven't been on the subway since the last time I've been to your house to film. That was March. That was March. So the How few the times, kids? so the, the few kids? times we've been into the city, I we've driven and we parked and did whatever we had to do. Yep. Um, I haven't even with the kids. The kids have not a bit have not been on the train. Every time they want to go somewhere, I'm like, I will drive you. You don't because yep. their friends are taking the bus, and that's fine. But I feel like I need to be extra careful because you also live you live with your mom in, yes. a, in a similar area so you probably want to make sure she's safe yes as well so it's yeah. it may be different for certain families like I live alone I'm with neighbors but in my own home I'm alone yeah. so it's a little bit different and when I see people I'm extra cautious like this week I got a COVID test how was that did you get the, the stuff up your nose? Of course. Oh. Not fun. <laughs> not fun. And it just definitely was not a Halloween trick. Oh, my God. So, okay. I know this is TMI, but, like, I've, I've only gotten the, the blood test done. Okay. But I'm, like, worried, like, if I get the, the Q-tip, it's going to pull out boogers or something. <laughs> so it's, um, it's uncomfortable, and it's huh. supposed to be. And if it's not uncomfortable, chances are it wasn't done the way it should be done. So each time it's been uncomfortable, my eyes have watered a little, my nose has run after, but I know that they're getting it. I know that they're doing it correctly. I go to Mount Sinai and you get this, the results the same day. Oh, that's great. And I did it because I'm, when I know I'm going to be with compromised people, we agree that we're all going to go get it. So I've been with a group that I do my Shakespeare retreat. And, yeah. and when I'm with them, when I'm going to go somewhere with them, we went apple picking. We all got a COVID test because one or two people are really compromised. And like one of, one of them has um, a partner that has um, cancer. We don't want to have anybody take chances. If my parents are coming. Um, I went once and got a COVID test to make sure. But I have to be honest with you, the incubation period supposedly is two weeks. So even getting the test, maybe you don't show it mm. for two weeks if you've been exposed. So it's kind of like it's it, this is a hard one. I don't know if it anyone is. has an opinion, put it yeah. in the comments below how you feel about this, because that's what we keep hearing is why bother to get it if you're going somewhere, unless you've completely quarantined 
for two full weeks. And, and you know, uh, so my, my cousin's husband, I call my brother-in-law, but he's an EMT and he's also a medic for the army. And um, he was also telling us, cause they get more intel and he's, he's, wor he's been working um, as Army Reserve at the testing area here in Queens. There's a big testing area. Um, and he said that even though you might have it and um, you, you, know, you, you test positive for the antibodies, there's still some speculation about how long you have the antibodies for, but if you get a cold or a flu after COVID, that, um, that cold or flu strain will have the COVID strain attached to it. So there's still a risk of you flaring up again for COVID because that protein oh, is wow. on it. This is the way he explained it. You know, if anybody's watching this and you're a medic or a doctor and you have- Let us know, yeah. Yeah, but with the way he explained it, I was like, oh my God, that's crazy. And I know someone who had it and then got sick again, uh, not with COVID, but had the flu, but he, they were showing symptoms of COVID and they had to get retested. Thank God they didn't have it, but- After effects too, like a cousin of mine, she's having major after effects with her lungs since having COVID. Now she didn't go to the hospital, but she self-quarantined at home for at least five weeks. And she was really sick. She had pink eye. She had so many things. Oh my God. And even now I saw her recently, we, we had to attend a family funeral. And when I saw her, she said, Joni, I'm still really sick. Like I'm feeling like this is happening now and that's happening now. And people who, um, my sister-in-law is a dermatology PA. She's seeing things skin related to COVID now. So it's, we just don't really know enough about it, I don't think. But then I also know an emergency room doctor that volunteered to go to Elmhurst Hospital in Queens. And she said, the cases are still coming, but they're not as bad as what they were before. Wow. So, I mean, look, well, we don't I know mean, enough about it. I, one thing I'm thankful for is that most New Yorkers are taking precaution and they're wearing a mask and they're trying yeah. to stay distant from each other as much as they can. In the supermarket, it's kind of hard sometimes now, but you know, <laughs> in other places like- Well, you, know, you voted. How was it when you voted? How did people- Oh, yes, yes. Social distancing. So I mean, we- Let's be honest, there, you know, they canceled really Halloween. In our building, we're not giving out candy from our apartments. I'm not gonna be around this weekend. I'm going yeah. a group of people away, but they're not giving out candy, but we can put it at the front desk. So, but you know, how was voting for you and how are your kids handling Halloween? Okay, so first of all, um, we, we, we went to vote at a casino. There's a casino here in Queens. It's very, it's big. It's called Resorts or yes, Resort. I can't. International. Yes, I don't know. You voted at a casino. You no, know, but the usual place is our local school. But, you know, yeah. the early voting locations are, you know, there's a lot less of them and they're yeah. further apart. Um, so we, the it was a 10 a.m. start and we got up and we left um, early, like around nine-ish. And we had to drive up. Um, when we first of all, when we got there, there was a long line in front of the building, a long line, mm -hmm. and uh, we were driving, so we had to go up the parking lot, and from the parking lot, we had to get on another line. Uh, so uh, yes, so the line that we got on, we we're like, okay, maybe this line combines with the line downstairs that was really long, and people would had been waiting for like hours already. 
Right. Um, but it turned out that that line on the, on the on the top floor for the parking garage was the front of the line. So the drivers that came in, all the drivers were ahead of the people downstairs, and the people downstairs had no idea. Why? So talk about not like this site was not coordinating its information properly for people because people were standing outside and had no idea the line was upstairs. So they were starting to let people in upstairs onto that line and they were so mad. Talk about New Yorkers. New Yorkers were like, these they were a bunch of ladies like hooping and hollering and screaming and like, you know, this is voter suppression and blah, blah, blah. And meanwhile, it's just the, the, the building people not coordinating properly what was going on. You know, they, maybe they didn't expect the line downstairs to be so long and people to be, right. to be waiting for so long. Right. But um. It was just, it was insane. So we, we were thankfully in ahead of a lot of people. Um, I felt bad for the people that had been waiting for hours, especially the elderly, but it was so, it was so, I felt so heart, like heartwarming. Um, not the word. I felt so, so good to see so many older people there and they brought their chairs. In people person, brought like being in person. And it was Jaden's first time, your oldest. Yes, son. yes. So Jaden got to vote for the first time. I know. We were, we were so excited. We documented, we posted pictures. I posted one That's for us to follow me Friday. And um, afterwards, I gave him like a big hug and a kiss. And Aww. so did Wade. Wade gave him a pound. And we were just, we wanted to celebrate a little bit because yes. we were so excited for him to register. And some of his friends still, they never registered. But we kept on asking him like what's going on what's going on because it's important to us right um and and then when he got his card in the mail we were we were excited and then the actual day of we was just we felt like it was more the most coming of age action yeah. he could take yes. versus driving or you know drinking alcohol at 21 or whatever i feel like this was the, the biggest thing he could have done as, as an adult well, it's it's yeah it's it's very monumental that's i remember when i voted Wow, it is. It's very monumental. Who was the first person you voted for? Do you remember? No, I have to. I have to think about that. Well, I. I, I, I don't think we have time for me to think about it. <laughs> I can always I, edit I, down, but I. Like it was this year. It was what was it? The the first time I voted, uh, it was for Gore, when Gore was running and he lost. Yeah, so, well, you're ten years younger than me. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that was, that was 2000, 2000 something that I voted. The first time you voted. Yeah. The first time I voted because I turned 18 wow. in, in 1996. Oh, wow. So you yeah. didn't get to vote that year. I don't know if I voted that year or the, or the upcoming election from there, but Gore was the first was, person and then Carrie. You know, I can't remember the years of the elections and what they were. But we'll look that up. We'll, we'll actually put that in the notes. I'll see if I can <laughs> it. put it in the comments. Yeah, well. yeah. But how was your experience? So my experience, it's so funny because ever since we started talking about the COVID test, I feel like I have to sneeze. I keep feeling like, I have to sneeze. You want to pause the sneeze and we'll edit it out. sneeze. No. <laughs> it's kind of funny. I'm like, I feel like I have to sneeze now because I keep thinking about the COVID thing going up my nose and I'm like, uh, I have to sneeze. <laughs> or maybe it's, the plant that's next to me. I Maybe. Um, it's so funny because I feel like it's totally coloring me. We're both wearing black, but I'm like gold and you're like white. You're like silver and I'm like gold with the black. Yeah, we complement um, each other. <laughs> it's so funny because uh, yeah, ever since doing like that, that COVID test, it's, it's weird. 
Um, but no, I voted. So I was going to go on the weekend, but uh, the weather was so interesting. I was like, I don't know if I want to go stand in line during this. So no, they were all, they all told me, you're going to wait three hours, three and a half hours. I'm like, I'm not going to wait that long. <laughs> I get to, it's not my regular polling place. It's a school that they send us all to because the regular one wasn't open. I got on the line and did not realize it was going to wrap around the block once. And then again, <gasps> so two lines and I saw my neighbors on the other line and I'm like, oh, I should have waited with them on that line. But they were ahead of me by an entire block. <gasps> so it was three and a half hours. Oh my and God. It was drizzly out. I had an umbrella, but I also had um, it got cold after the three as it was going into the night. Yeah. Um, I got there at the end, almost at the end of the time. And I was told that's the best time to go. So I went then, but it was still three and a half hours. But I will tell you. Everybody was very courteous. People did stand relatively socially distanced. I mean, I did between the person before me and after me. There were, nobody was really talking or causing any kind of, an, they were just patiently waiting their turn. Some people had chairs and they would keep stopping and sitting. Some people had books. I was doing work. I had a battery pack with me for my phone. I was answering email, doing work. We ran, went around once and I'm like, oh, we're going again. I brought snacks. I brought water. Didn't need any of it. By the time we got in, I had felt like, boom, it just went. It did not feel like three and a half hours. We get to the front, there are police there. I thanked them. Um, by the way, this week was National First Responder Day on Wednesday. So I thanked them all when I voted on Monday. And then as we went in, it was like a big open gymnasium and it was very organized. Mm -hmm. Very, you had to, they gave you a bleach wipe. You had to wipe your hands with it. I didn't get that. Sanitizer, everything. I they, didn't get that. You didn't? No, they, they had like a ton of volunteers, more than I've ever seen in a polling site. Yeah. So it was like somebody every so much feet directing you where to go so nobody was okay. colliding with each other. And then there was a, a hand sanitizer pump and that was it. But they gave us, I don't have the pen. My son stole it. Voting sticker. Yeah, they gave us voting pens. Pen, yep. I got a voting bracelet. I didn't get a bracelet. Really? Oh, I wonder if it was for all the early people. Like, because I, I was on the first day and I, I was the first batch of people. Yeah, and then I, I got um very special future. I'm a future voter sticker for the kids. So they each got one of these. And then of course I got my own. I got my voting sticker and I took two extras just in case. And I took pictures outside. You weren't allowed to take pictures inside, but it was very organized. I did my voting. I put it in the machine and I left and it was like, oh, it didn't feel like three and a half hours. And nobody talked to each other online. It was just very, and no problems, no yelling, no nothing. Everything was very civil throughout the day. And I saw different people. I saw older, younger, different generations, different demographics. So the polling helped. The volunteers were all eclectic mix of people, which I really yeah. liked seeing. 
And I loved that there were a lot more young people stepping up to come and volunteer to be a poll watcher. Yep, I, somebody had approached. Oh, if that's the correct <laughs> Not a poll watcher, poll worker. A watcher is those people who stand there like they're not even part of it. But um, it, was, it was very well organized and I was glad to exercise my right. You know, no matter what we uh, feel politically, because, you know, I'm in a chat group with a whole bunch of family mm -hmm. that live on Long Island that are very Republican and very pro um, the current president. I am not. And I am in a text group with them, which I'm kind of avoiding looking at because yeah. it, it can be inciting. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to get into that. I just want to be kind to people. And that's your opinion. We can have a conversation. That's your opinion. This is my opinion. I did my civic duty. I did what I did. And it's none of their business. Good for you. Yeah, I feel no, like just, there's too much. I'm just tired. Yeah, there's so much divisiveness that there's too much fighting, like enough, enough, enough. Exactly. And I and you know, it's not going to be over because election day, um, we'll, we'll, we won't even know the final resort re results unless it's a landslide. If it's a landslide, riots in Brooklyn this week, I don't even know why they happened, but there was rioting going on. I'm like, what is happening again? I'm well, turning the news off right now. Well, right now, well, there was a black man that was killed in Philadelphia. In so, Philadelphia. I, so there I were protests, it, a lot of protests that happened because it was a, a mental, well, it was a mental health call that was made. Police showed up and the family had called for him to, to be helped because of his bipolarness and the cops shot him in Philadelphia because he had a knife, you know, you know, and he, they, a lot of people out there right right now, especially, and we're seeing a lot more of it due to everything happening. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of people with mental health issues. Yes. And I don't know what we're doing about it. I don't know what the country is. Well, we, we need there to are, have people. Drug, there are people who are drug addicts who are staying in hotels now, homeless drug addicts mm. in Manhattan and in the boroughs, because where else can they go and be socially distanced? We have to figure out yeah, a way that's to really help hard. people who have issues. Otherwise, this is just going to get worse. It's really hard. Yeah, and with the with the shooting situation, we need more resources for people in general. Like if you're in a really if you're in a crisis situation, you want the ambulance to show up with a social worker yes, or yes. a mental health expert, a psychiatrist, I mean, psychologist. You don't want a cop showing up and then reading the situation wrong, you know, and then and all listen, of a sudden somebody dies. I. I am not a police officer. I'm not a firefighter. My brother was a paramedic and he said when he was a paramedic and he would deal with people with drug addiction and mental illness, he said it was scary. Yeah. It was scary dealing with these people. I can't even imagine what our first responders have to go through every single day when they deal with it. And there are, you know, it's a judgment call and I, I do not do that as a profession because I don't know, I don't know if I could make the right call. I don't, I, um, I'm very hot headed. I'm very impatient. I'm very, I act like really fast on things. So I don't know if I'd make the right calls. I don't know if I would have that patience and kindness to really do my job the way it's supposed to be and not judge a situation. And yeah, that's, why, that's why we need people who are right for the profession, who exactly. are properly trained, 
um, and then police it. officers who have more, more training. training. Yeah, because they're not, there are a lot of them are on for, are police officers are on the street. There's only a small bunch of them that are not good people. You know, all, almost all officers want to do the right thing. But when a situation happens and it escalates, they, it's a, it's a very emotional reaction. So they have to be trained in a way where they're not emotionally reacting. They're using the proper if protocol. You, if you ever want to be a police officer. Me? Nope. <laughs> well, I, I, I did want to join the Air Force at some point because I wanted to be an astronaut. Right. Um, and uh, my, my, my mom talked me out of it, kind of like the same speech I would have given Jaden when Jaden was like, at one point he was like, I might join the Marines. And I'm like, uh-uh. Because <laughs> it's the fair. It's the mom fair. You don't want anything happening to them, you know. Of course. Um, I remember when my brother became a cop. My brother was a cop for just a few years. And he was in Midtown. Um, and it was, we were scared all the time when he was a cop. Yeah, it's, it's not easy. Oh, it's not easy. And it's also not easy call, for- You're gonna get that call. Yeah, it's it's not easy for our, um, our police officers and our first responders. And it's not easy for black and brown people walking around, you know, fearing for their life if something happens. Um, so we get a balance. It's all a matter of, of we have to open some a lot more communication and we yeah. have to be we have to be willing to listen to each other and be more kind with each other it's all over the place i i don't know i'm glad i'm not the mayor or the governor or the president right now because i don't know how i would handle it i'd probably tell everyone to just shut up and go in your own quarters and <laughs> take a time out like bella you tell bella to go in her corner <laughs> wait are you, do you have a costume for bella for Halloween, so, Luna. Luna, oh my God, Luna Bella, Luna Bella. That's what I'm thinking. So, and I'm Bella. adding the name based on. I know all of your family loves this too. Luna Bella Lovegood. So she's like a Harry Potter character. Yes. Luna yes. Lovegood. So I have a lot of costumes from Hubble, from my little baby boy Hubble. And it's funny because the other day, a number of times, things have popped up as a reminder. Specifically, Facebook gives you those memories. I just posted one this week of us from 2017. I saw it. I was like, oh my God, like the difference. Studio. It feels like decades ago. Yeah, like there was such a big difference in like- Radio studio, it was so different, so different. I didn't have this, you know, you didn't have your pumpkin. Well, yeah, <laughs> well, the, even the quality of the video, like we complained so much about the quality of the video, how dark it was. Right. Yeah. Now we have this opportunity to right. have We're dealing with what we've got. Right. Exactly. Now we have I this opportunity. My own hair this week. Yeah. It looks good. Yeah. Hasn't been able to see me. So I well, did my own hair. I dyed my hair darker. It, I ah. took the color off. The L'Oreal cover color is no longer there. I, I was like, I need to go darker because I'm tired of the light color. Maybe in a, a year or two, if things go okay, that I'll go back. But right now. Yeah, it's it's so not easy. But so Luna Bella has Hubble's costumes, and I'm gonna see what fits in this year and what she may want to take a picture in. We'll see. But um, yeah, she's not a fan of clothing. Oh, that's okay. She's not a fan. But let me tell you, she is the sweetest little dog. She tugs my shirt. Like she'll jump up and like tug my shirt. She's very long. Uh -huh. she'll tug my shirt. Like, why aren't you paying attention to me? Which problem? <laughs> I need something. I need attention. 
and she is just active, active, active. I Aww. asked her, careful what you wish for, because I got it. And I love her to death. She's amazing, amazing little dog. Can you believe you haven't even been able to meet her in person? I know, I know. Maybe one day in the future, <laughs> next summer. We'll see. It is, it is crazy. Where you know, my mom, my mom and dad, my dad did another built-in for me and put it in last weekend. And my mom and dad came in and my mom got upset because she said, Wow, we may not be able to host Thanksgiving the way we normally do. Like, what are we gonna do this year? Christmas, Thanksgiving, the Jewish holidays were all in September. Mm -hmm. People have to do things differently. Yeah, ever did before. I mean, I'm in the law firm that I'm working with. We are not hosting our traditional holiday party. We host a big holiday party every yeah. year. We came. Mm -hmm. We're not hosting it. That particular bar is closing. I mean, it's yeah. just, it's, I never thought that in our lifetime we would experience this. But now that we are, it's like our whole world has changed. We have no clue what tomorrow will work. No, and the holidays will be. We don't have any clue. I mean, you want to say positive, but I, I really think the holidays will be a very, you know, dark time for everybody because, you know, people are used to being together. They're used to traveling, flying, you know, um, buying gifts for each other and spending that time. And then, do you know? I went to the mall, not the not a mall mall, but like stores in like a shopping mall. Uh huh. And all I wanted to do was just go in a store, even a supermarket, and walk around and touch things. Well, you could do that in Target. <laughs> I, did, I did it in Target. I did it in Walmart. I did it in DSW. I go to every store to just touch things. Yep. I'm just like, I just want to be out there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And talking about touching things. So we touched on Halloween a little bit, but you know, the kids were not trick-or-treating. The kids are older anyway, so really- I love the pumpkin that you did, the gratitude pumpkin. Yes. That's very popular now. Yes, it's my adulting pumpkin. <laughs> I've seen a lot of people are doing that and I want to do one. You should, oh my God, you, you know, should. This is going to sound so weird. I didn't want to spend the money on a pumpkin. They're like $5. I know, but I was like, I'd rather spend the money on something else. Why don't you get like a little one? And then you could write like, just words, not like sentences, yeah. just like words. Like you could write yeah. your mom, your dad, Luna Bella. I'm being you know. cheap. I actually have orange construction paper. I'm gonna make a pumpkin. Oh, that'd be fun. <laughs> That's a great idea. So I don't even know what I'm doing yet for Halloween with the kids. Like they keep on asking me, what are we doing? What are we doing? And I wanted okay. to go hiking. I wanna dress up as Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> Oh my God, that would be so fun. You know what? If you put glasses on, you put your hair back. <gasps> yes. Wait, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Wait, yes. I need, I need a white. Yes, Joan, yes. And I need a white thing here. Like a little dolly or, or yeah. like lace thing. I think I could kind of look like her. Oh my God, you totally do. You're a lot prettier, but yeah. <laughs> You could totally do that. You could totally pull it off. No, I do have my, I just for fun. I, oh. <laughs> scary. That scares me. I don't like, we like scary movies. So We love scary movies here. Dancing with the Stars, I think, which I haven't been watching since Tom Bergeron is not. I'm very upset with them. Uh -huh. uh, but Dancing with the Stars was doing a 
theme. I don't know if they did it already or if they're doing it this week, doing a Halloween scary movie theme. Uh -huh. One of the actors, I think, I want to say it was Nelly, was going to be, um, what's the guy, Nightmare on Elm Street with the, I know, with the Jason? Knife fingers. Oh, um, Nightmare on Elm Street guy, Freddy Krueger. Freddy Krueger, yeah. That is the worst. That's worse than Jason than your mask because that's a thing that's in your dreams. And I took that yes. scary. That was scarier to me. Plus, his face scared me. Mm. Looking at his face, it freaked me out. And I remember the hat and the turt. And I'm like, no, no, no. no. I. You you know, it's funny, those movies, like, I, the kids want to always watch them, but I'm like, I don't want to watch it. Not because it's scary. It's like the effects annoy me. <laughs> I'll, watch, like, I'll watch, like, Beetlejuice. Like, something, like, not as, like, mm -hmm. well, scary. You know what just came out? Hubie Halloween. Hubie Halloween with Adam Sandler. You have to see it. It's so cute. That I would watch. It's so, so cute. I would watch. Yeah. yeah, you definitely have to watch that. And yeah. we are at the end. So this has been a Halloween slash election day 2020. Slash COVID. Slash COVID <laughs> edition of Follow Me Friday with Joan and Priya. Your thing containers. Make sure you like, share, follow, all that good stuff. Yes. We love you guys. And Be if safe. you haven't yet voted, vote. Go out and vote. Oh. We're at 70 American right to vote. We're at 70 million votes, people. 70 million, more than half from the last election. Advanced voting. That's yes. pretty cool. Yes. That's pretty cool.